When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Welcome back to Trot's Life. And there was a fire start in someone's heart, I think, and I don't know when, but we'll find out shortly. Darren Rowney, mate, uh, firstly, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Um, I'm going very well, thanks, Toby. Um, just in Shepparton, mate. Just in Shep, you're down the track. Where do you train them, Matt? Uh, I see you down at Kyoa, so I just assume <coughs> you're at the training track. Yeah, we train out the back. There's about uh, 11 other trainers out there, so... Um, you know, we've got the use of the three tracks and the swim dam and uh, the new construction that's going on. So uh, it's all going forward out there. How many boxes have you got there or how are you set up for it? Uh, we've got uh, room for 13. Wow. Um, at the minute we're, we're nearly full, which is a good sign. And um, yeah, we've got ranging from yearlings right through to, you know, uh, racehorses. So uh, we've got a good uh, a bit of a a good blend coming through that uh, ones that are racing, ones that are about to trial and runs that are, you know, just about at the start of their preparation. And and one that's uh, probably a bit of a headache, but we'll get to him later, I'd imagine. Now. Uh, more than a headache, <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, I almost thought we could only do this interview without talking about it because I don't think you're going to add anything to what anyone wouldn't assume. But I want to go back first, mate, right back to 97, 98, when you first started training horses You've trained 35 yep. winners now. You're just 48 years of age, which by our sport's still relatively young. And, and your first winner was a horse called Sparky Miss. So take us through what got you in uh, training horses. Um, well, I, I probably started when I was about uh, 10. I used to sit on the lap of Johnny McGuinness down at Cranbourne with uh, guys like uh, Jimmy McGuinness and Johnny Collins and those sort of guys. And yeah. um, Dad was right into the horses back then and, uh, that's sort of like where I got my bit of a passion. We used to do trips to Mount Gambier and, and with horses like Drew and Flyer and uh, Collegian and those sort of horses. And, um, yeah, we moved to uh, Merriam in, um, what year was that, 86? Yeah. And then um, we had a dairy farm. And so I just helped Dad and um, it just grew from there. And then uh, I started working for different people. I went and uh, was stable form for Chris Lang for about three years and, uh, Bill Morgan and those sort of guys. And so I had a, a pretty good grounding, but then I went and started to become a cheesemaker and uh, you go off and you have kids and the horses get put on the back burner for a while and then you get back into a full swing. So Take take us through a bit about Merrigan. You must have got pretty involved in Merrigan. You've coached the reserves there and you've been vice president that I know of at the footy club. So you're obviously well and truly one of the locals now. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I played in um, three premierships in four years in the thirds and then progressed to the seniors. And then uh, I went to the GVL Lemnos back in the day and then I went down and had a crack at the VFA. Um, got as far as I could get with my football that way and then I came back home and uh, just tied up with the footy. I coached the thirds again. We won a flag again uh, with my young bloke and then coached the twos, coached the seniors, um, even helped Cass with the netball over there at one one year. So, um, yeah, the footy club was, you know, part of the community and that's where I grew up and that's where I loved and played cricket there as well. So, um, you know, sport was everything. If you didn't play sport, in those small country towns, you're a no one, really. Yeah, sort of, yeah. So where did you play for in the VFA? Uh, Paran, uh, under Brian Taylor. So I only played one season down there and then went back home. So Did he, did he wander around the rooms after the game and interview everybody? Do like, Is that where it all started? <laughs> uh, he was he was really good, actually. He was um, a, a brilliant coach, um, really good tactician and... Um, you know, I, I loved my time down there, but I was a country boy. Yeah. Uh, I was travelling down on the tram, on the, you know, on the train on a Thursday night to train. Yeah. Um, I'd stay at my grandparents at Dandenong, and then, you know, you go out and play on a Saturday or a Sunday uh, and then go home again. So it was a fair burden. And then then I went off to uni and, um, you know, I tried to, um, I wanted to be a stock and station agent. And then uh, Dad had a stroke and I went back and ran the farm for a couple of years and, Got back into the horses, so. Very good, very good. Yeah, it's interesting, those sort of stories about how people get into it. And you've had some good horses along the way. Probably Sun Samurai might be the best, is he, that you've had through the journey? Or have I missed one that was a bit better somewhere? <clears throat> um, we had a horse, Sandana, who was a really handy horse, but he just had problems. But uh, Sun Samurai was a ripper. He was, you know, he tried tried. You know, he'd absolutely try his guts out. Um, and he'd come off, you know, marks of 40 and things like that. I think he'd run about four or five in about six or seven starts at Cobram there. He was pretty unbeatable at, at Cobram there for a while. So yeah. he was a ripper. And he ended up being, I think, 25th in the rankings for the Interdom. So that was a bit of a feather in his cap. And a win at Mildura Cup week. Did you go up for that whole week? No, we only... I, I, I drove up that, that day and... Uh, he got up by a nostril and then we drove home that night. So that was a, a really good uh, trip up there. He was owned by a bloke, Adam, Adam and Yana Francis, and um, we had a great little affinity there. we become really good friends. We had a, another horse built like a brick and teasing and yeah. uh, old Dan's brother. And um, and from Sun Samurai is how I met my partner, Cass. So um, I suppose without Sonny, I, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in today. So how did that happen? So we had a horse... Sun Samurai and Cass's mum had a horse called Red Samurai and um, oh, we just happened to be at the trots and the two Samurais crossed paths and we we started a conversation and, um, and then all of a sudden they had a horse for sale built like a brick that was over in Adelaide and we bought him and um, Adam was up in Sydney at the time and Cass was in Sydney at the time. She was working for um, Harness Racing New South Wales and um, yeah, we just, the conversation blew from there and and then she would drive down and I'd drive up and, and that's how we got together. Uh, unbelievable. You know, I spent 10 minutes this morning because I assume Sun Samurai might have been related to Red Samurai, right? Because Red, <laughs> Red, Samurai, Red Samurai is the father of Come On Carly and I'm looking through. That's correct, yep. 
I'm trying to find this connection between Red Samurai and Sun Samurai, and I just could not find one. And there it is. So yeah, that's uh, that's a great story, mate. Yeah, and as you know, um, and then from Red Samurai we got Come On Carly. So and that's a, another story in itself. Well, well, yeah. Let's let's not compare um, the enigmatic uh, life of Common Carly to anything else between you and Kathy, because that could get you in trouble, I reckon. <laughs> well, well, Carl was born um, the day that Cassie's sister passed away, and and that's why he's called Come On, Carly. Um, and so um, Alan Burton was nice enough to name him Come On, Carly. And then, as a three-year-old, Alan sent him down to us, and uh, Cass, her mum and dad, they're in the ownership of him, and um, he's born with a big, you know, white C on his head, and and that's where they get the Come On, Carly from. He's a he's a beautiful horse, and he? he trots so beautifully when he trots. But uh, just getting him to trot's been some sort of a battle for you. Yeah, he um, early on he used to at Shepparton, he used to dodge in between the light towers down the back straight and things like that. He um, he's got a mind of his own. That's that's definitely. But what we found that we, um, we if you let him do his own thing to a certain certain point um you can get along with him okay and nathan sort of found a bit of a niche with him where nathan can do certain things with him and um let him rip down the back straight and then he he gets a little bit tired that he can come around that that final bend you know uh at high speeds and um that seemed to to work a fair bit for us yeah yeah well he's been a pretty good horse too do you think he could mature and go to another level and get to say a melton metro level Oh, the level he's at now, he could definitely take it to the next level. Um, where he is now compared to where he was 12, 18 months ago is is amazing. So um, I take, it's frustrating because I take him out there and, and he won't go 22 furlong sort of thing. So um, race days, he's just white line fever. The minute he goes out, he knows it's it's race day. The minute we turn him around, he'll start headbutting me in the, in the stalls and yeah. um, he's just a full-on racehorse. Yeah, which is probably a good thing rather than the other way around. They're pretty frustrating. Oh, look, you'd, you'd rather them be yeah. wanting to run than, than not wanting to run at all. Now, t- take us through, did the fascination with trotters come from Chris Lang, your time at Chris Lang's? Because you seem to have a fair few trotters across the journey. Yeah, at Chris's, but Dad was always, he was mad keen on trotters. We had a horse called Black Hammer who he won as a trotter and a pacer. Um and that was probably, you know, trotters were always in our mind. And then um, when I went to Chris's, it just went to another level that um, if you're patient enough and <clears throat> you you concentrated enough on the horse, you could work out what was wrong with the horse or, you know, what you could do to improve it to, um, to A, to get it to trot and, and B, to get its confidence up to trot at, at, you know, at a quick pace. Now you got a couple of others in tomorrow t- tonight as well. Uh, race one, number six, waiting no runs. Who, since uh, June this year, has had the eight starts with a one win and five placings with four seconds. It's really sort of developed in the last couple of months. Yeah, he he took it a little bit while to come to hand. Um, when we first got him, um, he was up and about, and he'd want to rip and tear a little bit, and then he just dropped a bit completely, and you know he have a space of about 100 metres where he dropped three or four lengths and uh, and then to get going again at the end. And so uh, Nathan decided one day at uh, Chuka just to go around and sit in the breeze with him just to see if, because yeah, yeah. we tried sitting in and everything like that. And he, 
went around and sat in the breeze and he and he battled on really well and did a really good job and then all of a sudden from then on the confidence has, has grown and um you know he started to put it all together where did the name come from i know it's pretty common cricket sort of terminology when you're batting is there more to it than that no we um we we bought him and he was already named so uh we bought him off of ian and tanya and uh he'd had one or two trials up at cobram and um, I just think they'd only gone about two, three or two, four, and they come home in about fifty-eight or fifty-nine, and he was advertised on the trading ring, so we snapped him up. So he was a bit of a bargain buy at around about two grand. So, and he's the sort of horse that you can train relatively cheaply in a sense that if you're running him mostly at Shepparton, you only got to walk him to the track, and once you get into the rating system with a horse like that, he finds his own level, and he should bounce around for a long time. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, the unfortunate thing at Chippenham, though, we do have to float him around. Um, oh, yeah, we can't do. walk yeah, him around yeah, anymore, yeah. but yeah, yeah. it's not that far. And <laughs> and you're right, it does save costs. And we probably uh, identified that we were going to target sort of the Dendigo, Echuca, Shep, and, and Kilmore and Cobram sort of thing, and and stick within our region and um, and try and find the right race for the the right horse at the right time. Um, and then you you're more chance of earning and. The more chance you're earning, the, the better the form looks and, um, you know, you're um, you're making a bit of a living out of it. Correct. And now, last thing, Bond, race three, number 90. He's had a bit of luck getting on the leaders back lately. I don't know if he'll get there from nine. And it looks like a race where Choose Reactor gets to the front and they'll go relatively slow through the middle stages. Is that how you see it? And it'll make it pretty tough for lasting Bond. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think he... If Choose Reactor comes out, there's a few there out wider that can roll up to the breeze and, and maybe get him rolling a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, well, we might end up sitting, you know, 1-1 one, one or, or one out two back. Um, if not, Nathan might pop three fits and, and follow Cash Boost through and hope that they do get rolling. And over the 2100, uh, you always know with him that if he can be held up for one, one crack at him, he, uh, he can sprint pretty hard, so... Very good. All right, Darren, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been uh, great. No to, uh, at all. Great to sort of meet you and get to know you a bit better, and uh, best of luck tonight in particular with Come On Car Lead. Thanks, Toby. There's Darren Rowney from uh, Kyella, and uh, yeah, he's uh, doing a pretty good job with the horses, and he's got a bit of a plan about what he's doing. He knows what he's doing as well, like buying a horse, as he was talking about waiting no runs. He's got that plan. He's got that idea. This is going to suit us. This is our little bit of a business model he's building there with the 13 horses. So uh, great to get to know him a bit better too and uh, find out a bit more about him, as I have said. Uh, We're just coming up towards the news. We've got the game plan off the back of this and then Garrick Knight. And I will be actually tipping against uh, Darren in a couple of races. Sorry, mate. Uh, game plan off the back of this. Garrick Knight as well. Uh, from 12 o'clock, uh, we meet on this show anyway, my mate Mick McMahon. Mick, me mate, the master trainer and builder. Uh, Mick McMahon and also uh, Mark Lee in the second hour. There's a few M's in there, isn't there? Mick McMahon and Mark Lee. Uh, Mark Lee, of course, not related. I don't think he's related to the Lee family from uh, the Southwest. That, that, well, I'm pretty confident he's not. Uh, yeah, so still a few guests still to come. And, of course, uh, Garrick Knight. And no, nothing in off the text machine yet on how I should throw to Garrick Knight and pull the other leg. Uh, Stu did mention uh, on the private text machine that uh, he's working. Uh, and all I can say to the fact that Stu might be working uh, is pull the other leg, please, Stu. 
The SEN app is now compatible with